Mic Check 717. This is Eric T. Jones, a.k.a. Brother Jones, and I just need five minutes of your time. Today, I will discuss how the origins of the term identity politics, a term that black feminists originally coined, has been sullied by regressives. By the end of this episode, you'll understand that the very people that condemn identity politics are the ones that consistently use it to their advantage. My argument is simply this. Whiteness is a form of identity politics. Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines identity politics as a politics in which groups of people having a particular social identity tend to promote their own specific interests or concerns without regard to the interests or concerns of any larger political group. Moreover, a YouTube video published by The Economist titled Are Identity Politics Dangerous? adds that the challenge is to make identity politics constructive and inclusive rather than destructive and divisive. I take umbrage at Merriam-Webster and The Economist's definition and evaluation of identity politics because its original intent wasn't about disregarding the interests or concerns of any larger political group. It wasn't about being destructive and divisive. It was about creating a more inclusive society. However, regressives found a way to misappropriate the term and use it as a buzzword to cause political hysteria. The original articulation of identity politics is found in a 1977 Combahee River Collective Statement that was written by black women who defected from the feminist and black nationalist movements. Historian Kianga Yamada Taylor notes that the collective's inspiration wasn't just about becoming jaded by leaders in a feminist and black nationalist movements who ignored the race and gender question. In addition, the collective embodied a transnational politics that was anti-imperialist, anti-war, and anti-capitalist. Still, they centered black women in their analysis because they believed no one can be free until black women are free, given the focus on black women would necessitate the destruction of all systems of oppression. Regarding identity politics, The collective writes that this focusing upon our own oppression is embodied in a concept of identity politics. We believe that the most profound and potentially most radical politics come directly out of our own identity. In an interview with Taylor, one of the members of the collective, Barbara Smith, clarifies the collective's stance on identity politics. She states, By identity politics, we meant simply this. We don't have to leave out the fact that we are women. We don't have to leave out the fact that we are black. We don't have to do white feminism. We don't have to do patriarchal black nationalism. We don't have to do those things. We can obviously create a politics that is absolutely aligned with our experiences as black women. In other words, with our identities. That's what we meant by identity politics, that we have a right. Sadly, the definition of identity politics has devolved into a tool regressives use to condemn policies that focus on historically marginalized groups. They believe these policies are exclusionary. But if there was ever an identity politics that was exclusionary, it's whiteness. The very people that condemn identity politics are the same ones that support policies that preserve their privilege. Just so we're clear on what I mean by whiteness. My conception of it is heavily influenced by theologian Willie Jennings, who writes, 
Whiteness is a way of imagining the true, the good, and the beautiful configured around white bodies. Whiteness is a way of imagining oneself as the central facilitating reality of the world. The reality that makes sense of the world, that interprets, organizes, and narrates the world. And whiteness is having the power to realize and sustain that imagination. In my humble opinion, whiteness is a degraded form of identity politics that have shaped past and present policies. Whiteness is the best illustration of a social identity promoting its own specific interests or concerns without regard to the interests or concerns of any larger political group. Whiteness is destructive and divisive. One of the reasons why regressives feel threatened by identity politics is because it's a political orientation that decenters whiteness. They can't imagine a world without whiteness being at the center. But thanks to the Kambahi River Collective, thanks to black women, we have a proper understanding of what identity politics are really about. It's about centering those who have been marginalized to the periphery. No one is free until black women are free. Well, my five minutes are up. Keep your head on a swivel until next time.